Yo, what's good with you? Um, nothing much, man. What's good with you, brother? Another day amongst the living, so I'm good. Every day above ground's a good one, right? Yep, you woke up on the right side of the grass today, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> um, so, okay, so I just got a message uh, from our, for our guest, Big Smash, from Bet the House podcast. He'll be joining us momentarily for our segment this week. So while we wait for his arrival, we can get down to business. So let's talk about week one predictions on how um, people ended up doing. All right. Did you take account? I, I didn't. I never went back to figure out who came um, up, came up on top. So I did start an account uh, for you know the predictions and stuff like that. I currently don't have that paper, and I don't know where it's at. <laughs> so then, what you so then what you got? So what you gonna bring it up for then? <laughs> Cause I figured, hey, I've, I've, I figured, hey, maybe you might have, maybe you might have had it, man. Uh, I, have not, I have not had the time to sit down and go through that with all what's going on over here in this household, and especially the way I, I had started my day off, and I'm not gonna get into all that, but you know. But anyways, um, I, you know, I think, I think, for instance, I think I did a lot. From what I can recall, because we didn't get through the whole, we didn't get the, we didn't get through the whole, um, the whole week. Yes, that's week, correct. Because we got cut off, but it is what it is. From what I did, I, I want to say, my rate, I would, I'm guessing right now, that I was above fifty percent prediction right, like with wins. Maybe I may not have been a hundred percent spot on with this, you know, the score advantage or whatever. But you know, I was I was fairly majority of the ones that I called that were going to win one. So, but it was a it was a. Are you, crazy. Are you sure about that? Are, are I, like you I said, really sure I, about that. I'm I'm not I'm not I'm I'm not saying I am. But I I said I feel as 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 you as you heard I said I feel like I said I didn't have time I haven't had time to go back and check it. But I think week one was. You know what the what the NFL has been doing lately of of last few seasons. You know it's uh, showing some eye opening things, and you, you see, you know, like the AFC East, the only the only one team has a winning record, and everybody else lost their first game. And then you've got the AFC West; everybody won their game, first game, so everybody's undefeated. So, and then you've got you know, then you've got the NFC East. You know. Uh, the Eagles are the only team that won it and, and everybody else lost their first game. So it just goes to show you the fluidity in the NFL and everybody's predictions of, oh, okay, so-and-so's back or so-and-so's, uh, so-and-so's team organization, organization has rebuilt and they're on track to, you know, be Super Bowl contentions. Listen, this is why they play the games on Sunday. It's called Every Given Sunday <laughs> Anyone can win and anyone can lose. You know, I think, like, granted, 
we we didn't get to the prediction for New Orleans Green Bay game, but I guarantee you, we neither one of us would have thought that the Saints would have ran away with that game like they did, and they they whooped up on Aaron Rodgers and stuff. Like I said, I didn't get to watch that game, but you know what I'm seeing. It'll be it'll it'll bring for a live um, end of the podcast discussion for picks for week two. So when once our um, our esteemed guest Big Smash uh, comes in, I'd like to get his intake and his predictions later on after we have our discussion about the uh, conversation piece of the do's and the don'ts of podcasting and things of that nature. So. You know, I'm looking forward for that. Looking forward to getting to that subject and talking about that. And, you know, but I think, you know, like I said, I think we we did fairly decent for, like I said, the first game. <laughs> I, I didn't really watch. I didn't really watch much of I don't I'm not going to say watch. Of, I didn't watch any preseason, so I'm not even going to sit here and lie. Like I said last week, I didn't watch any of the preseason because I just, I'm kind of over preseason nowadays. It's just, there's no, there's really no fun in it. And I think preseason, in my opinion, and this is my opinion, I think preseason is meant for anybody that wants to play fantasy football. Other than that, preseason, I I feel like it's a waste of money and a waste of time. Now, don't get me wrong. Like, if you give me free tickets to a preseason game, then by all means, I'd go and attend. But I'm not, you know. (laughs) I'm not. I'm not taking any dollars or pennies out of my pocket for it. You know. Right. I I hear you on that one. I hear you on that one, and 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 I agree with you that uh, preseason is, in my opinion, it's a tryout. Tryouts for who you want to make the final roster. Uh, yes, yeah, so like that roster trial. Okay. And to work out the work out the kinks because you got to figure out. Well, you know, from these talented individuals who will actually make the active roster and then who are we going to sign to the practice squad for our backups basically you know what i'm saying because they're not unfortunately the nfl is not set up like the mlb where you have all these farm teams and you literally can shop around so it's just like okay well we'll put you on the practice squad um as our reserves you know so yeah, so it was uh, like like I said in our discussion last week uh, about Cam Newton being released from the Patriots. I think that was a smart decision. You know what I'm saying? And like I said, um, I had said I didn't, I could understand the business move of actually picking up his contract uh, because just in case something fell through, you, you at least have someone who does know how the game uh, is supposed to be played and, and can kind of work around and stuff like that. Even though, in my opinion, his performance last season was subpar. And granted, I do understand that he was out. People will say, well, he didn't get a full season. Well, you know what? Everyone was told what precautions to take for the COVID-19 pandemic. And if you chose to just blatantly disregard, and I'm not saying that he did, but you subjected yourself and, you know, that cut a little bit into your playtime and stuff like that. So also it messed up with timing and things like that. But 
I felt that last season he made a lot of poor decision making. So, in my opinion, like I said, I I didn't understand. To some degree, I understood, and then to some degree, I did not understand why they would have opted to pick him up again. You know what I'm saying? But hey, at the end of the day, I can't, I can't, I don't hate the man. You know, he got three point five million dollars for training camp. That's that's a nice paycheck. You know, true. <laughs> yeah. So I can't. <laughs> um. So a second. Okay. So my question is this: Is does he have the option to go with any other team? Or yeah, yeah, he's a free agent. He's a free right. agent. They, yeah, they they released him. They released him like two weeks before the before the regular season. So yeah, um, I but like I said, if if he wasn't able to work in the Patriots system, I don't see him going to a contention team. Now, if he wants to just play to play then maybe he can go to the uh as a backup maybe he can go to uh the the Washington football team you know since Ryan Fitzpatrick is 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 garbage in my opinion anyways you know what i'm saying so, <laughs> <laughs> uh i don't know maybe he could go to uh Tennessee to to back up uh Tannehill cuz he's he's trash as well you no, Tannehill is more trash than Fitzpatrick, in my opinion. But that's oh, ab- just me. Absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but this, you know? but this, I, I don't know. Tannehill must have a a, a a trail of gold coming out his ass because that cat, that mother, that mother get gets paid everywhere he goes. He gets paid. And yeah. I just don't understand how is this man still getting paid these big ass contracts, and he ain't he ain't never had a. A winning season. It just don't make no sense to me. It it doesn't make any sense. But our esteemed guest, the big smash from the Bet the House podcast, has just joined us. Sir, good afternoon, good afternoon, and thank you for being with us today. Likewise, likewise, man. I appreciate the invite. No, man. We 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 definitely appreciate you collabing with us, man. Um, I'm like my cousin PJ from Holla at your uncle. He he spoke. Uh, he dude. spoke. Yeah, man. He's spoken very highly of you, man. And he put me on to you, man. And I see you doing amazing things with other uh, podcasters. And the net. I see the networking that you're doing amongst each each and every individual or group. Because I know you've got a. There's a few. Uh, duos kind of such as my me and my brother are, are doing like tag team podcasts where there are a couple of different other individuals man and I, I love the fact I love the fact that you are all about helping anyone and everyone who's serious about getting in this this arena this podcast arena and supporting one another being supportive man because like you said, we can all support each other and get a piece of this bread, you know what I'm saying? But, you know, so many times, you know, when it comes to, uh, you know, just things in general, like, you know, everybody's all about trying to capitalize for themselves and better of themselves rather than trying to spread the love and spread the wealth around it, man. I appreciate you, man, because I see you doing the opposite. Like you are all about just helping everybody get on, you know? So oh, yeah. I commend um, you for that. 
one of the things about me is um as we closing in, you know, uh tomorrow I'm actually recording our two hundredth episode. So as we as we close in on that, I've I've been around this podcasting block for a minute. So my whole thing is we don't have nothing we can call our own. You know what I'm saying? When I mean that, I mean us black podcasters. We don't have that community, that that bridge that everybody can cross together in unity. So what we try to do over here at Bet the House is show love and support to everybody. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we're everywhere. So it's nothing to come out and help one another grow. That's that's what it's all about. I don't I'm I've never been too too busy to jump on anybody's platform and talk my shit. So um that's why, you know, I keep my ears to the podcast streets, man, as they call it. You know, I, I run these I run these podcast streets. And uh Yeah, man. I I like the, I like because with podcasting you hear so many voices, you hear so many new ideas, so many takes on things. So it's always good to listen and understanding, and that's what we do. Like, you know, um, you right. I listen, I listen to maybe a hundred, hundred shows a week, and then we do the. Uh, yeah, man. So okay. So my 50. question is, what got you? What got you into doing the top fifty? And I appreciate that too, man. Because I, I, that's how I actually started to get to to know um, you. Because I started seeing your posts about the. One the the top the the top fifty. Well, for me, is a thankless job. They don't they don't thank us for none of this shit. Uh, they don't give us our dues and our credits. So even if even if nobody else gives you credit, I'm gonna do it. I take the time and I listen to these shows, and I was like, yo, we should just do. We should just rate our top fifty. You know, and then go from there. And that's the way that I show love and give back because um, I've worked just this year alone, 2021. I've worked with over 100 different podcasters, whether I've jumped on your show, whether you jumped on my show. And I understand the hard work that it takes to to go through this. So why not show love and give y'all something back? I mean, it might not mean something to all, but to a few people, it's like, yeah, damn, somebody is really out here listening to us. Somebody is really, you know, really taking the time to listen to us because I record damn near every day. On top of that, I got nine kids. On top of that, I work. On top of that, you know, so I'm busy, but I still take the time to show love, so I just wanted to motivate people like, hey, if he he has all this going on and he still takes the time to listen to our show, then, hey, we on, we on, we on. But uh, I wanted to say I realized and I seen that you guys just started. So Correct. shout out to y'all, man. Um, I will tell y'all just keep going. Don't Don't get discouraged. Don't number watch. Don't do all that. Just keep going. Just do what you do. Do what makes you feel comfortable. Listen to the streets, but also do your own thing, too. You know, uh, it's a beautiful feeling to collab with y'all. I know, you know, I was running a little late, but I was trying to hurry up and get here. I'm in the process of moving, so I was trying to hurry up and get here 
and jump on with y'all, man. So thank y'all for this platform. And we we gonna continue to rock out. This is the first of many. This is how I see it. Right, 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 right. Thanks, man. We appreciate it, man. And uh, like I said, we appreciate you taking the time out because you know, like we just my, my twin and I we just started this, and you know, we've been talking about it. And I finally was just like, hey, listen, it, do you would you like to do this? And he was just like. Yeah, sure. Let's do this. Because Mm. I was thinking about launching my own podcast um, a little over a year ago. So, you know, I went out, I started doing research, I started reading books about podcasts, and I started watching, I started listening and and watching uh, videos on people, you know, the the do's and the don'ts for podcasting. However, none of them sounded or looked like us. So when my my cousin, uh, PJ, you know, Uncle P for, from Hollinch Uncle, he had me on a few of his uh, podcasts um, uh, the beginning of the year, the beginning of this year. And he was just like, he was like, I don't know why you don't just pull the trigger. And I was just like, yeah, you know, I'm just not ready right now because I was still like, I needed to find out what the, what are the do's and what are the don'ts for when it comes to podcasting. So that was one of the questions I had for you. Like, what do you what would you say are the, the 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 top five do's and the top five don'ts? And out of it, out of those five, which one is the worst? Do not do not do for you. Uh, I will tell you this: the worst do not do is what what I just said. Don't focus too much on your numbers and your listeners and your in your downloads and all that. I mean, it's good to focus on it, but don't focus too much because then you lose the essence on why you're doing the show. Are you gotcha. doing it for the Are you doing it for the listeners? Are you doing it from the heart? If you're doing it just to just to get the downloads and all that, all that's cool, but the listeners will come when they feel like, "Oh, this is a genuine show." They're not too concerned. I mean, I'm not telling you your listeners don't matter or anything like that. I'm not telling you that. What I'm telling you is Focus on the content first, and the listeners gotcha. will come. Uh, the second thing I would tell y'all, be organic. Build organically. Don't buy, buy into the whole little Facebook bots and the Instagram bots that tell you, we'll promote your podcast, we'll do this, we'll do that. Don't ever get involved in that. You don't ever want to buy, buy the foreign bots because those are not your real fans. Those are bots and that will that will mess up the integrity of your show and your followers so anytime you see anything with like uh we'll promote your podcast on on apple music spotify and all that block delete move on because they mean you no good they they don't benefit you in any way uh the third thing i would say uh follow for follow does not work okay when, when people tell you, hey, come follow me and I'll follow you back, that doesn't help your brand either. The reason I say that is because you can go follow them and then they can unfollow you and then, you know, or they can follow you and never listen to your show. Can't tell you what your show is about. For an up-and-comer, for a new podcast, I would tell you to do what you're doing right now. Collab and network. Collab and network. Uh uh, you know me. With me, I, I collab and network and share love and promote and everything. So, you know, it's always good to reach out to other shows. 
Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, even if you gain two listeners from your guest appearance, that's worth more than that's two more listeners than what you had. You know, so I just say network, uh, collab, and the most important thing, just put out dope content. Put out the content you feel comfortable with putting out. If you don't feel comfortable with putting it out, don't put it out. Don't worry about what the world thinks. If you yourself don't feel good with putting something out, go with that feeling and don't put it out. You know, gotcha. because if, if you don't if you don't uh critique yourself and put criticism on yourself, then you really can't handle the world of, of podcast listeners because they are rough. They are rough at times. They'll tell you, hey, I didn't really like that. But if you feel comfortable with putting something out, stick by it and roll with it. So and also just be yourself. Just be yourself. Don't pay attention to what everybody else is doing. I mean, yes. Yeah want to want to follow what everybody else is doing but you also want to be yourself you want to stay true to what works for you you know i always tell people all the time bet the house is not your normal podcast but one thing about us we're going to stay true to what we feel we're going to say what we want and how we want it and you know it's going to grow from there people people sense to come to you and listen to you if they feel you're authentic if they feel you're not over the top if they feel that you're real. So that's that's another thing. Find your lane and stick to it. You know what I'm saying? Don't jump in five different lanes and you haven't mastered one yet. You know, know your lane, know your audience, and understand that this is what I always tell people. Po- other podcasters are not your audience. Yes, they're going to listen. They're going to support you. But you're not making your show for me. You know, you're not making your show for me. I'm going to listen. I'm going to support, but don't expect other podcasters to be your, your audience. I tell my uh, music homies the same thing. Don't think other rappers are your audience. Don't think other musicians are your audience. Are your audience. You got to stick to what works and find your lane. Yeah, it's good support to have, but know your audience. Know your niche and stick to it. So what would you say to... Um beginners and newbies such as ourselves like how do we create content and get audiences to gravitate towards us because as you said you want we should keep it authentic and we should keep it organic so how do we discover and figure out which is our niche um for me it was it was having people listen and then figure out what did they like about it. And if you got five people saying the same thing, hey, I like y'all intake on relationships. I like how you broke that down. That's your lane. It, that's your lane. If you got five people saying the same thing, that's your lane. You know what I'm saying? That's your niche. That's what you stick to. That's what you run with. Um, for me, my lane was always with Bet the House, we always real, we always funny. So we stick to that. We don't try to go and do nothing more than what we're known to do. You know, we might throw a couple of different topics out there, but for the most part, for over 200 episodes, we have stuck to what works for us. Okay, we don't never try to go be 
uh, you don't never like like holla at your uncle. Holla at your uncle is a dope, dope, dope. They're they're unique. They're different. We don't you don't want to try to go duplicate what they're doing. You want to listen. Also, I'll say this: listen to other shows. Listen to other shows and find out what separates you from these shows. Find out what they're doing right, and then try to figure out how to incorporate that into what you're doing. I'm not saying copy their content or anything, but it's also good to study. It's like Kobe. Kobe studied Mike. And Kobe went out there and did a lot of things that Mike was doing. Some people thought Kobe did things better than Mike. That's 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 opinion based. But um so, you know, I, I study. I'm a student of this game, man, so I study a lot of podcasts. I don't anybody's content or anything like that but we are podcasters we can all talk about the same things we just don't have to say the same things the same way so for newcomers like yourself I would say like I said I would say go out there have a couple friends couple family members whoever your 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 core that that's that's who's going to be there in the beginning the lineup's going to change you know as you start to grow I would have them, you know, hey, do me a favor. Check out this five-minute clip real quick. Let me know what you guys think. Give me your honest opinion. You have to be able to accept feedback. You have, you know, you have to understand, and I tell people this all the time, when, especially when you're starting. Everybody's not going to like everything you say. So you have to adapt and have tough skin on that already through the gate. Hey, they're not going to like everything I say, so you have to be acceptable to that. You have to be acceptable to everybody's not going to like every episode somebody's ever made. I'm pretty sure it's somebody out there right now that don't like nothing that we do, and that's okay. We're not, you don't make your episode for them, but you keep them in consideration as to how to make your audience grow because that's your audience. The audience is going to give you your feedback. You know, um, I'm always here. If you guys need pointers or anything, if you guys need me to come out, and listen, and, and I'll give you my honest feedback. So, and then the network and the community that I'm a part of, we're, we're, we all support each other. We all listen to each other. We all give criticism to each other. So uh, that's what I would tell you. Get you a nice, strong support system. Not a, not a bunch of yes men or women, but get you a nice support system that's going to tell you, hey, all right, you can say this a little bit better. You can do this a little bit better. You know, things like that. So that that that's my biggest advice to anybody out there that's listening, that's jumping jumping into podcasts or thinking about it. Get you a strong support system and run with. Okay, okay. Bet. thanks for that. Definitely, definitely, I appreciate that. So once again, I'm gonna say because I heard you mention and you mentioned the 200th episode, so I'm gonna congratulate you on the two you you know for your your up and coming 200th episode, man. Um, so you said you've been in the, the podcasting game for a while. How, how long did it take you to get to your 200th episode? And, um, um, what were the, what were the, what were the ups and what were the big up moments and what were the, the man, crucial down moments, but how you fought uh, through each of, each of them? This time last year, I was at a hundred episodes. Okay. So, um, and back then I was, um, I've been podcasting since 2019, 2018, somewhere in that range. 
Okay. And it started off me dropping an episode like once a month. And oh, then, okay. uh, yeah, and then it evolved because at that time, uh, I was having a tough time getting people to getting people's schedules to match up for guests. I had co-hosts that didn't that were were in and out and had other things going on. I had people that flaked on me. It was tough. And then COVID mm-hmm. hit, and then COVID fucked up all my plans. Like so, I had to adapt. I had to adapt because of COVID. Um, I met one of my co-hosts who soon became my wife. Uh, shit, we had a whole lot of episodes where it was just me and her, you know, and she knew nothing about podcasting, but she saw the joy that it gave me. So it was just me and her, and then it grew, and it grew, and it grew, and then more people started wanting to reach out and get on the show, and that's why I worked with so many people because uh again your content is your content it'll it'll bring the people out regardless as long as you staying true to what it was so um it took me and then what started was coming out once a month it was changing you know there were things that throughout the years that i would drop uh i had two little things one thing was i dropped a brand new episode every day for like 14 days straight and then uh, a couple weeks back, I had uh, Bet the House Appreciation Week. I dropped a brand new episode every day for a week. So uh, we y'all y'all know we we very consistent. We drop we drop we've been dropping every every week for the last year and a half. We don't take breaks. Um, sometimes we record like three or four episodes at once. And then we can't afford. So even though it looks like we're 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 it looks like we're not taking a break, we're actually we actually do take breaks because a lot of times my episodes be already recorded. So um so it allows me time like this week I don't have to record, but you know, because I already got stuff in the chamber, but the two hundred episode is important to me because it symbolizes how hard we work, you know. And, again, these are big accomplishments to me because I never thought that I would do this. You know, I never thought that I would be in the podcast world. Like, I wanted to rap. But then I realized that, hey, I ain't going to make it as no rap, and I ain't trash or nothing, but I just realized that that realm is already saturated with everybody trying to be a rapper. So I had to figure out, damn, what else am I good at that I could do? And I was like, you know what? I can talk. I can talk my ass off. So I'm going to run with that. And here we are. Oh, that's what I'm talking about. It's, uh, it's a, like I said, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a pleasure to have you on our, on our podcast, man, because, you know, once again, like I said, as as a you know as a uh, as a brother and as a man of color, like our our mentality has been to the point where we don't tend to support one another, and we're all about like grab. Oh, you can't get higher than me, brother. So I'm gonna bring you down, and you know people stop throwing shade at you, and people start hating on you, or maybe start rumors about about 
stuff that's non-existent, whatever. How do you, and, and I see how you, you, you persevere through that. Cause I saw a post from uh, two weeks ago, you were at a, <laughs> you were at a bus stop, man. And you was going in on somebody that was trying mm-hmm. to, that was trying to um, call you out. And you was just like, yo, I'm a just this punk. What, like, I'm not yeah, sure. I don't yeah, think you yeah. said punk, think, but you like, you know, so I like, how do you per- persevere through stuff like sometimes that? Sometimes you, know? you got to take the high road. But then at the same time, you got to you gotta step out and address the bullshit. You get tired. The bully, the bullies become, the bully becomes the bully. And then all of a sudden it's a problem. But I've said for months that I'm the one getting bullied and nobody's doing anything about it. So when I finally become the bully, oh, I'm the bad guy. I'm the problem. And that's okay. That's cool. Um, I would say just don't pay attention to it. You know, if you know it's not you, you know it's not your character, don't pay attention to it. What's the point? What's the point right. of going back and forth with people that you'll never see, that you'll never be around, that you'll never meet? There is no point in doing in in in, in doing that. So um the best thing for me and anybody else, just just focus on you. You can't worry about what the next person is doing because you're slowing up your life worrying about them. You're taking up all your energy that you could be building up to build on your platform. You're taking all your energy and you're building it up and worrying about what the next person is doing. And they're winning because they got you to step up off your game to focus on their game. So the best thing to do in this podcast game, just worry about you. Don't even worry about negative because, again, like I already stated, you got some people that's not going to like everything that you say or do. So you have to be prepared and be able to be tough-minded like that. You know, me, I will go back and forth with a motherfucker all day. But I feel like uh, I'm not getting paid for this. So why am I putting so much energy into it? So, yeah, definitely don't focus on the ones that are not for you. You will will sleep a lot better at (laughs) night if you do that. So, Big Smash, I have a question for you because um, I just recently started following you as of last week or the week before. And I commend you for, like you said, you're constantly recording because I'm not going to lie. You're constantly on my feed now, which is great because I, I see the adverse shows that you have and that you collaborate with. And I think that's phenomenal. My question is about when did you decide or did you start podcasting on like the Anchor app first before you started and created your YouTube channel podcast or was that basically right, so, simultaneous? So yeah, I uh I started off with Anchor. Um and you know what was crazy? I started off with Anchor and then my views and listen, my listens were very slow. And then they picked up steam. And then I felt like, okay, now I'm ready to go to the big leagues. Fuck Anchor. I'm going to go jump on Podbean. Well, I wish I hadn't done that because I lost a lot of viewership that way. Because, you know, once you take your stuff off of Anchor and put it somewhere else, you got to redirect and do all that. Ah, it was just a mess. So I ended up going back to Anchor, and now uh, from episode 200 on up, I am not. I am going exclusively on Apple Music. 
I am now going subscription based. You know, I'm going to be charging for my content now because I feel like I've put in enough time and I've put in enough work. And I spend, I spend over, over a thousand dollars a month just on podcasting and I make nothing back from it. So now I have to, you know, now I got the merch and all that. It took me a while to jump into any of that. So I just tell people again, find your lane and stick to it. You know, I started off slow. I didn't, I, I had to, I had to really learn trial by error. One thing I don't, and, 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 and you guys, my advice to you, I wouldn't even too much use the anchor app to record because the anchor app is not stable. You know, and I know this is this is no shade to Anchor or anything. Anchor is a dope platform. My my podcast is still on Anchor, but the thing is, my recording when I would record on Anchor, it it would sound like trash when I listened to it, and it was like, yeah, I don't really like this. So I would tell you guys personally, and uh, this is no way, shape, or form a bash to look at other platforms to do your recording. Still use Anchor to do your distributing, but I would definitely tell you guys do do find find other avenues for uh recording. Zoom, StreamYard, uh Zoom will probably be the most consistent as far as recording. Um but yeah, that that I didn't I didn't jump off the porch. I had to learn that. You know what I'm saying? I had to learn. Nah, I don't really like the sound of Anchor on my recording feed. So, yeah, I had to learn. And, you know, before I jumped into all the things that I'm doing now, I had to learn. I had to grow. I had to figure out what worked for me and what didn't. Like, I had a lot of segments. Some popped, some didn't. I didn't completely throw those segments away. I just knew when to use them. I just knew how to bunch them in and make it work. So I would tell you, hey, do your research. Do your right. research. So that leads me. So that leads me to another question because, like, as I had mentioned, you know, a year ago, I was, you know, I had, I was doing research and everything like that. Like, find out, you know, what hosting site you want to do. And this is, like I said, this is before I even heard of Anchor app. So it was like, oh, you know, find your, you know, find a hosting site. And so I was looking into like SoundCloud and other things and there was another one for your audio called like a, a audacity and, and like people were like oh yeah, well, if, yeah, you have a, yeah. if you have a uh, mac anchor, you know do anchor, this, anchor is cool for your hosting mm-hmm. i would just say like your recording as far as your recording yeah i wouldn't i wouldn't i wouldn't fall in love with anchor because anchor. once you go to like i would say zoom zoom is Zoom, Zoom, because you can do audio and visual, okay. and yep. you can save it, you know. And that's how we make our clips, and we do all this. So I would say Zoom for audio and visual. But if you're gonna just, you can also just do audio with Zoom. You don't have to do uh, visual, but visual is good to do too because it allows you to set up a YouTube page and put content there and and things like that. So uh we're living in that era where people want to put a a face to what they're hearing. Correct, um, correct. So. Oh, no. so what would you then suggest, you know, because 
you know, with a lot of, like a lot of podcasters talk about, you know, equipment. So I know that everyone's always focused on, you know, you should have a good, you know, mic, a filter, uh, you know, a good soundboard and, you know, what was the other thing? Jesus, what's the other thing? Like good lighting and all this other stuff. What would you, for, for newbies, what um, would you suggest or recommend? Well, I would tell you uh, a good quality mic. It went about maybe 90 bucks. Uh, but it doesn't even have to be an expensive mic. A good quality mic, just long as it's a dynamic mic. Uh, dynamic mics are pretty good. Uh, as far as other equipment, hey, hey, look, I started off in a room by myself well, one other guy, and shout out to my man Infamous. Uh, I started off in a in a room by myself, and now it's expanding to uh, a studio pretty soon. So it doesn't matter where I ain't gonna say your your where you record at doesn't matter because it does, but it's up to you to you know make it make it pop. You know, um, a good mic is cool. Uh, I would tell anybody that's doing podcasting and you're serious about it, get you a Rodcaster Pro. Costs about $600, but I got mine on the uh, pay-as-you-go. So I least, I basically was paying off mine over a time period. So I got the links and the sites to that. Uh, I was paying like $100 a month. So, yeah, a Rodcaster Pro is like a podcaster's best friend, honestly. You know, it does everything. I'm using it right now as we speak. So uh, it does everything. So I would t- definitely tell people to get in tune with a Rodcaster Pro. As far as lighting, uh, if you're going visual, lighting is very important. If you're not, don't worry about it. Um. And you want to get you a good a good recording device, like a laptop, a good quality laptop. Uh, make sure you got stable stable internet, and you know just simple things. These are all simple things. You don't have to. You, you can buy things over time. You don't have to go all crazy as soon as you start, because you got to understand you ain't gonna make no money off this. Not off top. Right. Not off bat. Not in the first two three weeks. So, you know, I didn't start making this shit, making money off this shit to a year and a half in. And even then, it wasn't even significant money, but it was something. Neka, you got any, Neka, you got any questions, follow-up questions before we, get, before we ask our brother, our big, our big brother, Big Smash, to uh, give his week two predictions on these uh, NFL games? Um, no, because I literally just had it. The last bit that he was saying was still being recorded, and I hope that you guys were able to hear one another. But, uh, no, I he's basically answered all my questions, and, and I appreciate it, again, for the time you took out of your busy day to us newbies about pod uh, podcasting, and you've given valued information, and I'm definitely such as you, a researcher, so uh, my research. 
I'm definitely going to be doing my research. Thank you once again, Big Smash. Yes, sir, yes.